Nice. How come you can do that and I can't? You're like, Christian, what the fuck? Well, I'm looking at the spike that mine caused, and I know where to hold the bottle so that it doesn't make a lot of noise. And it, this spike looks almost as big as our talking spikes. So it's not like yours. It's always like, Maybe it's because you make my little area where I speak from. You set it up in a way to where like all the sounds boom. Mm. Because I speak with such quiet confidence. Sometimes you can't (laughs) understand what I'm saying. That's what everyone thinks. Yeah, they tune in. They're like, what's your favorite thing about the Freaky Deaky? Well, me personally, it's Christian's quiet confidence. Yes, I don't blame him. (sighs) Yeah. So anyway, welcome back to TFT Summer Break. You guys know what it is. Did you ever leave? You did, because this isn't a constant moment. For us, it's closer to that, but still not. You know what it is. It's part two of Scary Bigfoot Stories with Christian. Bigfoot, part two. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. No, part two. Too big, two foot. Ooh. Yeah, because there's two big feet. And that's beside the point. Anyway, welcome back to TFD Summer Break. You know what Patagonia means? Yeah, it's the jackets that people like to wear. But also, do you know what it means? It means... Bigfoot. It means covered by... Mother Earth. No. <laughs> it means that we're getting off topic. Very no, we are not. Upset. It means like Bigfoot. Patagonia is named after, is the land of... Bigfoot? Big feet. Where? In South America. There is a place called Patagonia. And it's just nothing but big feet. Well, that's what it's called. I, hmm. There's not, no provable evidence that they've caught or seen Anything. the legendary cryptid there. Gotcha. So you're just filling all of our heads with lies. No, that's the name. Look it up. Yeah, guys, look it up. Apparently, Christian's very confident about this, and I have never heard this and or care about this one iota. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you tell people where they can find us, and I'll see if I can verify. verify. That's very Alaskan of you. He's going to verify that information. Anyway, while he's looking up that completely relevant information, make sure, if you haven't already, you're following us on the socials, guys. We post different things, as you know. We start little shows, do little clips. YouTube's popping off bonus stories every Friday. You got extended uh, episode teasers, all kinds of fun stuff on the socials, on Instagram and Facebook at Freaky Deaky Pod. You're finding those reels, those sweet, sweet, juicy reels that you love, those memes that you've come to know and love, and all that fun stuff. And uh, TikTok is at TFD Paranormal, but you also knew that. So why am I repeating myself? You know why? Because we're buying time. For Christian to finish doing his whatever he's doing over there. Do you know you could just talk to the editor and edit out all the dead time? I could. And the editor has a lot of work to do already because you don't make it easy on the editor, Christian. Why would I? You are quite the radio diva and it, it's taxing. Do you, do, do you know, you, you say it like that, but people don't know what I go through having to do work with you. <laughs> it's not all it's puppies all... and bunnies, even though Scott does have a lot of bunnies. It's all rainbows and sunshine, Christian. Coming out of yeah. the, the original cryptid, the unicorn. Oh. But. Wow. Roasted up. Okay, so I can't find supporting evidence of that. Wow. But it's, it's there. Wow, dude. Yeah. Hey, why don't you go look into it yourselves? Then you look into it for five minutes. Oh, here we go. I found it. There it is. Yeah. Etymology. The name Patagonia comes from the word Patagon. Magellan used this term in 1520 to describe the native tribes of the region whom his his expedition thought to be giants. There you go, man. So it's the land of giants. With big feet. 
Well, obviously, giants are going to have big feet. But... Right. But you you made it sound like what I was saying was ridiculous. And I'm telling you, it was based. You said big foot. That is giants who happen to have big feet. You think giants are going to have normal sized human Some people, people feet? think that Bigfoot are the leftover giants. You know what some people also think? What? That you're wrong. Some people do. Yeah. So it looks like people are thinking all kinds of stuff out there in the world, and we can't stop them, Christian. You know, we shouldn't stop them because that is what the world is about, people thinking different things. The more you know. Coming together, singing Kumbaya. Or Closing Time, we found. No, today is a new <laughs> song. Pick another annoying song. All right. How about, oh, Eagle Eye Cherry, Save Tonight. You listen to some really horrible <laughs> '90s music. Thought, that's that's like popping right off the the radio, man. That's that's like school bus ride to elementary school here and save tonight. That reminds me of music, you know, because growing up and even now, I listen to alternative music a lot. That reminds me of the stuff that somebody tries. This is alternative, but it wasn't. It was like stuff that in California, Kiss FM tried to make popular. Yeah, like Save Tonight. Uh, Christian, there's only one question here I have to ask you. And is, are you going to fight the break of dawn or not, man? Come tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll be gone, all right? So you better save tonight. That's beside the point. Anyway, we're talking more scary Bigfoot stories today. But before we do that, we also kind of have to jump into the intro music. Because how are you going to know it's TFD Summer Break? If the intro music doesn't let you know with I the kids in the hallway the, and stuff. And, yeah, I didn't hear the intro music. It's because you were too busy listening to Safe Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Actually, I was wearing earplugs. We'll see you on the inside. That's the intro. This is the out of the intro. Welcome back to TFT Summer Break. I went over all the shit. You know what it is. Christian, what are we talking about? Nana Cherry, which is better than Eagle Eye Cherry. Anyway, is that what we're talking about? No, we're going to talk some scary Bigfoot stories. Yay. As, I, as we explained last week, the previous summer break episode on Bigfoot seemed to be Popping. kind of fun stories about Bigfoot. Maybe not always fun, but not necessarily scary. So Scott reached out and said, do you have any scary Bigfoot stories? And yeah, I, I just, reached out to you. It's a very difficult thing to get in touch with you, but I yeah. reached out. <laughs> we found a way. Well, here's the funny thing was I had just downloaded a book with some scary, fun, scary, fun Bigfoot stories. I guess just scary Bigfoot stories. Again, yeah. by Rusty Wilson, as we mentioned. Rusty Wilson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. If you like what we're talking about and you go out and get his books or see him on social media, let him know we sent you there. Let we, him know the freaky deaky sent you. Yes. And then maybe we can have one of, we can go fishing with them and have one of his Dutch oven hmm. dinners. Sign me up. That sounds delicious. Yes. All right. You ready or did you want to talk about something else? No, I think we can get into it. We're going to talk about the boom truck. You know what a boom truck is? Is that the story we're going to save for the videos? We're going to talk about 
The Notum House. I do know what the boom truck is. Interesting. I yeah. got it right. Yeah. The, you said the No-No House? Notum. The Notum House. You've heard a lot of baby crying. I think it's damaged your ears. The No-No House. This is like the fifth time I've had to repeat something. You know what's really weird? Can someone, if you're listening to this podcast, can you tell me if we've had this exact conversation before? Because I feel like I've said the No-No House to you before. <laughs> and that also feels like repressed. That's memory. a different house. That's, some kind. that's when uh, D- Dikembe Mutombo mm. sits there and you shoot baskets and he blocks them and he goes, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, I guess. No, no, no. There, there's a different 90s reference for you. No, no, no. Do you no. know who I'm talking about? The basketball player. Okay. Yeah. Actually, it was probably 2000s that he did that Geico mm. commercial, but mm. he also had a different commercial way before then, I think, or he would do that when he blocked a shot to the camera. He would say, no, no, no. Yeah. He'd he said, wag his fi- he would wag his finger in front of the camera and stuff. He was pretty funny. Yeah. So, the Notum House. This story actually made me go on Google Earth to find this place, which happens to be a place called Notum House. No, it's, the town is called Notum or the area in, in Utah. And the story is just titled Notum House. But basically, this lady who... Um, Saves tonight. Just, yeah. She had a, a, an old high school friend that became a real estate agent, gotcha. but also owned a hotel in this area with her husband. Hmm. I mean, it's such a small place that she really wasn't selling anything. And there was a house on the market and her old high school friend wanted to get away from, from her job and just take a quick little vacation. So she, she said, Hey, let me send you to this podunk shit old town. Yeah. So she, she rents this house for three weeks hmm. because it's on, been on the market for a while. And the people are like, yeah, let's make a few bucks. She gotcha. gets to the house. It's pretty impressive. It's out in the desert part of Utah, but it's a pretty fancy house with a lot of windows and stuff like that. Oh, so this isn't like some rundown. I'm picturing like a rundown. No, like this is a really nice town. house that these people can't sell. I'm picturing the, the small rundown towns that I am from. No, no, it's not like that. This is a, a small little town. You know, it's it's near a national park and stuff like that. So gotcha. it's kind of right on the edge of that. But there's a stream nearby. There's mountains in the distance. And there's a lot of windows where you can see all this this it's desert beauty, but it's also desert with the stream and then the mountains. I was going to ask him like desert and a stream. Interesting. Yeah. Don't see I that mean, too often. It's Utah. So and Utah is notorious for being like desert a strange. beautiful place. That's kind of otherworldly compared to the rest of the United States. Mm. And part of it is the desert and stuff like that there. Yeah. I recall. So she takes her dog, you know, stops by the store, buys supplies, gets up to the house and it's just, this is amazing. Like yeah. if she could afford it, you know, she would buy it, but she also, she wouldn't have a job in that area because there's not much going on. Yeah. And also I'm guessing there was another interested buyer and he went by the name of Bigfoot. Yes. But he wanted a much lower price. Mm. So, so she's staying there and she's like, why can't, can't they sell it? Cause somebody that would want to retire away from everything would buy it. And it's expensive to her, but not expensive to rich people that would do that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, do they say the, the price of the house at all? I think it was 495000 which really isn't that much, but I don't know how long ago it hey, was. Inflation, a couple of years, our house will be worth that probably. Yeah, so, so you know, it's it's hard to tell hmm. when it was, but it was outside of her price range. If I remember right, she was a nerd. Oh, nice. So, I mean, make a good make living, good but not rich. Hmm. Yeah. So, so she gets there, gets settled in, takes her dog for a walk. Dog kind of act, acts weird at certain times. And she was all excited, too, because she's in the desert. She brought her camera. She was going to do night photography. Sure. So she starts setting up for that. And on one of the times, she's 
focusing up at the sky, but she looks out and she sees like two red eyes. And she thought it was a buffalo because there's some wild buffalo in the area. But then she remembered back to another trip she'd made to another national park where the rangers saying, if you see the two eyes facing forward, that's predator and you might want to run. She's like, well, buffaloes don't have two eyes on their, you know, facing forward. They're on their prey. So they're, they got the eyes on the side of their head to keep, keep an eye out for predators. Mm -hmm. So she's a little freaked out and kind of feels uncomfortable. Like we always hear in Bigfoot stories and the dogs kind of acting weird. And you probably would feel uncomfortable if you saw two red eyes staring at you. Yeah. But as being that it's similar to like our typical horror movies, person's like oh well it's, I'm, I'm sure it's i'm fine. scared yeah it's fine i'm gonna go to sleep next day she's out walking the dog and she comes up on this thing that she thought is another like a dog or something it's basically dead though hmm. <laughs> and up comes this guy on a horse a local rancher classic <laughs> You don't look like you belong in these parks. That's pretty much what he was. He's like, yeah, yeah, this used to be a really good area, but now there's a lot of tourists coming in. Yeah. And she was like, kind of felt like, is he talking about me? I'm not kind of a tourist, of, but not really. Of course he's talking about you. And she mentioned that she'd seen this dead animal. And he's like, will you show it to me? And he, Weird. Be, because she found footprints around it. She's like, why is somebody out walking around this carcass with bare feet in mm -hmm. the desert? Not really putting two and two together. Plus, it's the desert. Who thinks that there's a Bigfoot? I mean, there is trees and forests not too far around. Yeah. But you're in, when you're in the desert, you don't normally think you're going to see a Bigfoot. It could be a Sand Yeti. Yeah. Good name. I like Sand that Yeti. name. Yeah. We should uh, it's copyrighted now. Yeah, make a shirt. Anyone that sees a Sand Yeti, it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> I own it. He belongs to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so he like they walk up to the carcass and he gets all weird. He's like, you probably shouldn't go out after night. Or after dark. Mm. She's like, what? And, you know, he kind of like, kind of quiet, not trusting. And he'd already made the tourist comment, but he was nice to her. And she's like, okay, whatever. They leave. And she goes back a little bit weird. And she's like, you ain't going to tell me how to live my life, bitch. Yeah. And she goes out after dark, right? Yeah. Classic. But one of the funny things was, too, when she found this animal, she was keeping an eye on her dog because she's like, dogs will roll in anything stinky. Which is totally true. They will roll in anything stinky. It's how they cover up their scent. So it's like an instinctive thing. It's an instinctive thing. Yeah. I like that. True. True. So she, you know, she's doing her thing, goes back to the house. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It's just feeling kind of weird. Nothing major, though. Nothing, nothing to get her, you know, hackles up. Her Spe hackles up? Yeah. Speaking, since we were just talking about her puppy. Hmm. Nothing to necessarily get her dog's hackles up, but her dog was kind of like acting a little off. Yeah. Um, she felt like she was being watched, kind of, as, again, the normal thing. Red and eyes Even in the inside woods. the house. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, inside the house. she's, But like even in the bedroom, it's like huge windows so you can see the sunrise, sunset, and the mountains. But yeah. then she found a button, and she pushed the button, and shades came down, so she slept better that night. That would absolutely be, because I think about that, I'm like, damn, how nice would it be to have, like, these gigantic bay windows Yeah, that you see the stars outside when you're going to bed, but then at the flip side of that is, like, literally any light that's on inside this building, I am a beacon to the outside world, yeah. and they yeah. see every move I'm making. Right, and then, so, like, she goes out and does 
some more photog- night photography because she she felt unsafe, mm. so she did it on the deck upstairs. There you go. You know, set up her camera, had a timer on it. Smart and move. She, and that she sees these red lights later again, and she tries to take a picture. But you know, you know, from being a photographer, taking it's night pictures is yeah. very difficult, and you're not going to get something because no matter how you know steady your hands are. It's not steady enough at night. You have to have a tripod. That's going to turn into two neon noodles. Yeah. So she just got kind of a black figure out there. Yeah. Still thought it might be a buffalo, though. She still rationalized that in her head or something like that. So she sounds pretty stupid then. Yeah. And and during the time, one of the first things she noticed, she said, was uh, like, you, you know, from being grown up in a desert about flash floods. Yeah. So a storm came through and that little stream turned into like, a flash flood and she walked down to kind of look at it and maybe take some pictures and she saw what she thought was a cow floating down but it didn't really look like a cow so that's another like little hey maybe you should pay attention to this the, the bigfoot was just like treating it like what she a thought slip it was, and slide was... i think she thought whatever was in there was dead but it was just floating by looking at her like no up, lady? like it was like trapped in the flash flood oh the bigfoot was yeah so there's obviously more than one mm, gotcha yeah so she's out walking around the next day i think she went to the national park nearby and stuff like that and came back and she saw her the cowboy again or the farmer rancher and he's like lost another one of my calves yesterday yeah you know, and he said, "Stay off of my west pasture." Yeah, so, so you know, she's like, still like, oh, I wonder what predator is coming, taking it. Maybe it's a bear. Mm. You know, that's part of the time, and that's usually what people think when it comes to Bigfoot. It's either a bear or a Bigfoot, and usually their first thought is, "It's not a Bigfoot; it's a bear or a barefoot." Yeah, interesting. What the hell could be? Could be. Also, that's not Patagonia. That's north of there, barefoot. Mm. Um. So anyway, she goes out. She's not spooked enough to avoid hiking. So. This, she got some nerves of steel. Tell you what, the first time I see anything looking at me shrub, through the shrubs or otherwise, I'm like, I guess I'm staying inside for the remainder of this trip. Yeah. Not, I'm not even going out to enjoy the fresh air on the deck. <laughs> I'm like, no, nope, I can see through these glass windows. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she goes on this little hike, goes down to the river, crosses it because it's not raging anymore. Mm. And, and really, it's not a big river. She was able to walk on stones across this little river and the dog loved playing in the water and stuff like that. So, and when she's, you know, at some point something happens and the dog starts shivering like dogs will do when they're scared sometimes. So she walks back and as she's walking back, she's like looking at her footprints in the sand and realizes that every place she stepped, there's a bigger footprint like the one she found around that carcass of probably the calf that the rancher had lost that's what it, i think the rancher and herd figured out it was one of his calves that had disappeared so basically something's following her mm. and covering up its track like like a cat will by stepping in its footsteps or her footsteps so she, maybe she wouldn't notice but she did she's like wait a minute this one looks a lot bigger than mine yeah she's like when did my feet get so huge yep why am i barefoot so She's a little freaked out by that, but yeah. she gets back to the house, and here comes the rancher and his wife in their old beat-up, I think it was a Ford, and 
Is there any more stereotypes you think you can fit into this story? This Christian? is the story. His but old also, beat up it's, Ford comes rolling down the road. <laughs> but also, it's you know, it's a stereotype. But when you're a rancher, you know, especially if you're just one rancher, if you have like a big rancher ranch that you're hiring people to work on and stuff, you might have the brand new Fords. But a normal rancher in a small area is going to have their old truck that they keep running. Mm cowboy hat and maybe a horse in this area if you're a cattle rancher and he's driving down that dirt road and he sees someone on the side with a car smoke coming out the car billowing out the vehicle he pulls up in his beat up 88 ford truck and he's like you need a ride miss kind of like that yeah you stay off my west pasture i'm not selling it it's not for sale this time he showed up with his wife yeah who was very nice and She's like, uh, we've been having some weird things. The wife is like, we've been having some weird things happen. So maybe you should come stay in our extra room. We'll feed you. It's safe. Wait, we've been having some weird things happen. Why don't you come stay with us? We'll feed you and keep it safe. That sounds like a trap. It does, but it also sounds like people in small places that look after each other when do those people actually exist? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's where you get the stories from. So people in smaller Ooh. areas tend to be friendlier. Man, you know, as, as, they as look as out people from small areas. You maybe you watch just too many scary movies and you stress too much. But yeah. So yeah. anyway, not to sidetrack the story because sure. it's a summer break episode. Mm. But you know, she says no, but thank you. So that night. She's getting ready to take pictures. The dog, dog's out on the deck with her, but the dog wants to go in. Mm. So she lets the dog in. Then She's 30 seconds later, the dog's back at the door like, hey, can't come out. No, the dog's like, hey, maybe you should come in, basically, mm. is the feeling she, she got. And as she looked out, and there's something watching her again, and she could see it. So she kind of freaks out, and she's like, okay, I'm going to the rancher's house. Screw this shit. Yeah. So she starts packing, hurriedly packing all of her stuff. Gets, gets a lot of it into the car, goes in to go upstairs and get her camera, which she left sitting on the deck, with, and her dog's with her. Mm-hmm. And she hears something on the roof. That's common. As she's outside yeah, on the deck getting her camera. So she looks up, and this thing's looking at her from the roof. The red-eyed thing? Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. But she, or, or he's trying to find her. She, hmm. she thought it was looking at her. So she di- just instinctively dived into the corner by the camera with her dog. Because that's where her dog was cowering at the time. And she hmm. didn't know why at first. And then the thing plops down on the deck. But it didn't see her because she's in the corner cowering. And it was like focused on going inside. So it goes inside. And she's like freaking out. And she's like, screw this. I'm out of here. Yeah. And she's like, but I can't go inside. She's like, so everything's packed. I'm just going. We're going to climb up. So she climbs up on the roof with her dog. The plan was to climb on the roof, her to drop down, pull the car over, reach up, and get the dog. But it wouldn't go that way, would it? Not quite. Hmm. So she does this. She hops down, realizes she doesn't have the keys. They're inside. Now, being the crazy girl, we already know she is because of some of the other things she's done or the other choices she made. The brass cojones. Yeah. yeah. She's like okay, maybe it's still upstairs because I guess it was a spiral staircase and this thing was big. So she was thinking that maybe that's why it wasn't downstairs yet. Mm-hmm. So she ran in and grabbed her keys, came outside, pulled the car over to the roof and the dog hadn't just, she'd just like, stay. And when she pulls up the car and steps up on it to grab the dog off the roof, she's like, he didn't stay. 
Of course not, because there's a Bigfoot around. Yeah, why would you? And you and dogs don't typically enjoy getting a band-aid on, on a roof that they can't jump off of that a Bigfoot was just on. So she coaxes him over because he was sitting on the corner of the roof, yeah. all scared. And then she grabs him, and she hears this thing come out on the deck again. And it hops up on the roof and starts, you could hear it coming. So she's like trying to get in, throws the dog in the car, jumps in the driver's seat, thing slams into the side of the car, and she takes off. Freaking. Yeah. And made it out of there. Um, I think she ended up staying at her, her friend's house, and then she went out the, later, like a day or two later, and met with the couple, and then they went with her to the Notum house. Yeah. And then she was able to retrieve her camera, which just happened to have a blurry figure of course climbing over it as it was going to get on the roof to come after her which in this case is going to be blurry because it's set up for night photography so anything mo- moving a little bit is going to be blurry yeah. and it, the timer just kept taking pictures at certain intervals so I, that one i'm not going to blame somebody for she wasn't even trying to take a picture of it sure yeah but either way she got out of there the story goes somebody found out about that house and wanted to make a bed and bought it later on and wanted to make a bed and breakfast out of it. And he's like, and the people that did that is like, well, if they find out about Bigfoot, people want to come here and stay, <laughs> which is true. That would definitely bring in some uh, some folks. But this doesn't sound like you're for friendly neighborhood Bigfoot that wants you there. No, unless he wants to eat you and he's trying to get people there. Yeah. So that he can have constant snacks. Yep. Damn. What do you think about that one? That's pretty trippy. I've I've heard. I mean, there's plenty of people that have I've heard kind of like close call, close run-ins. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you look at like Wes Germer from Sasquatch Chronicles story, and it's pretty creepy with you know the the Bigfoot watching them on the side of the road and stuff. And I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, well, I mean, but you know me, I wouldn't. Of course, you haven't. I find Christian, like yeah. I'm, I found find these random Bigfoot stories like yeah. the remember the old the the one we talked about on YouTube, the two girls from. From Lighten, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I find some weird ones. Or like the Rust- Rusty Wilson books that are just some of my favorite Bigfoot tales. Yeah. Don't know if they're true or not, but they some of them feel true. Like, I, I can't imagine this many people going to some fishing guide making up stories. I don't just randomly like sitting out. Like, hey, thanks for that Dutch oven, Rusty. Oh, by the way, did I tell you about this Bigfoot I saw? Yeah. It's just, it's so. And this is a guy who's never seen a Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, Rusty Wilson, he'll tell you that he's never seen one. He's never experienced. He's heard weird things out in the middle of nowhere, but not where, like, I don't get the feeling he's, a he's dis- maybe experienced one, but he's never seen one or known that it, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah. I mean, and when you're out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night or just, there's nothing else around. Some of those animals make sounds that don't sound natural. So, oh yeah. And that's kind of what he says. He's like, maybe, I mean, maybe it's just like, you know, you always hear loons in those scary movies with water nearby. Yeah. And they sound real, really creepy. Um. So he's, he's, he's not a strong believer or disbeliever. Mm. He's like the, just the recorder of tales, which I enjoy. He's just the mouthpiece. Yeah. For the, the stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty nuts, man. Yeah. But I for mean, now, you should figure out how to close this out then. I have just the thing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please do not sing. Yeah. You keep singing. I'm going to sing. And you know, I like weird music. Yeah. You're like, do, do host. Yeah. I do like them. Exactly. Good old Rusty Wilson, man. Got some bangers. Got some bangers. Why Why do you, is it so easy for this guy to get Bigfoot stories from people? And we've been asking for two damn years. I think part of it's the setting. He's hanging out with people because he's a fishing guide in Colorado. And these people are, you know, fish people that go fishing and get a fishing guide 
tend to do other things in the outdoors. Yeah, they're pretty active outside. Yeah, and some of them are able to travel better than the average person because they have a little bit more money, you know. Mm. Um, Go to more remote locations when yeah. they're hunting and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess that checks out. I'm over here just in a fucking makeshift garage studio. Be like, why aren't people talking about Bigfoot to us? But, but also, he's sense. somewhat known for it now. Yeah. You know, so people, some people are like, yeah, I read your book and I would have never told anybody this, but I felt like we could talk about it here. I felt like I could trust you, what, Rusty? Yeah, that is interesting. Those, those are good stories, though. Like, I mean, a lot of times, the when I hear firsthand accounts of people that have, have seen Bigfoot, a lot of the stories are, yeah, I saw him in the trees. He was yeah. about 30 feet away from me. So, like, close enough to know that it's not a bear or anything like that, but it's not like a crazy story yeah. where you're, like, on the run. Like, oh, God, I'm about to die right now. Right. Or I dreamt about this dude or the other ones we've talked about last year. You know? The, the fighting Sasquatches of Yellowstone last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that, you remember that one where that those older ones were beaten up that one and it yeah, the little, little poor little guy yeah. and then the people they looked around and the people are watching them and then the, the little ones was able to get away <laughs> I was like, that one was hilarious yeah but also made sense because you could see that happening yeah it's a very realistic situation i myself have almost broken up about 20 to 25 sasquatch fights in my day and let me tell you it never gets easier yeah do you go to a lot of basketball games? Is that what's going on? Tall people? No. No, but I did go to Patagonia. So throwback. Anyway. What color was the jacket you got? Bright orange. And yeah, so I think that sums it up. Thanks for tuning in for part two. We go, Yeah, last year we got we gave you one episode last year. This Now you got two. What, are we spoiling the crap out of you or what? Get out of here. What, you want three? Yeah. No. <laughs> we just, every episode from here on out is just another scary Bigfoot story. They are bangers, man. It's hard to turn them down. For sure. Yeah, we got to make this like almost like a summer break tradition at this point. Like every summer break, you just come out with big more Bigfoot stories. And I guess we could technically probably do an episode on Bigfoot at some point or multiple episodes. Probably. It's such a wide subject, man, that... Well, and there's so many different stories from all over the world. Like yeah. I just found a picture of a Finnish Bigfoot. Well, it was Finnish Sasquatch. That mm. was a drawing, but it was... But Well, yeah, it'd be... But it's it's like, it's kind of fascinating to think that, the, you know, all the different parts of the world, they have these stories. Bigfoot is far and wide. And if there is no such thing, where do these stories come from? I don't know. That's not, that's just as nuts, just in a different way. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Well, and you saw, I mean, it was weeks ago now, but I posted something about um, little people of somewhere. I think it was the Appalachians. And it's, the, it's pronounced Appalachian, and if you don't say it like that, they will string you up and beat you to death. They are very, very picky about the way you say that mountain range, apparently. I, I understand. I don't, so I apologize for not being able yeah. to say it right. You're going to have to write a strongly worded you just apology did. letter. You just did. You just, you just helped me out. And to get you on like an Instagram live, being like, the people of the Appalachians. You just educated me, so yeah, I won't say Appalachian. What would be really funny is if I got it wrong, too. If I pronounced yeah. it wrong, they're like, you moron. Yeah, exactly. It's actually Appalachian. Yeah. But I, I posted something about, like, basically, like, Hobbit-style. Hobbit folks. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day I read an article. There was an article out about. About Hobbit folks. Yeah, from Indonesia, where they originally found them. Yeah. Homeo florensis, I think, is what it is. Mm, no, oh, that, that's no. light-up folks. Homo florensis. Mm. That's is, is the name of the uh, the people that the, they the found. genus yeah the 
So there you go. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. There's weird shit out there. There's tons of weird shit out there, and we're going to keep finding it for you. But more importantly, if you find it yourself and you want to let us know about it, like we've gotten several articles sent to us. We've had several people, you know, message us on Instagram and stuff like that. Shout out Marlene sent us a link to the, the Hollow Earth. Yes. Um, that was pretty crazy. We'll be working on that yeah. soon. I think season three, I think we need. it's time to give the people what they want, man. They want Hollow Earth. We love Hollow Earth. We need to do a multi-part. What if we did like, uh, you know how true crime podcasts will do like, oh, this is a story that we're going to unveil under 12. What if we just made it a separate show that we're, we just produced like 12 episodes on Hollow Earth and just released it on like Tuesdays for a few months straight? That would be interesting. That'd be pretty dope, right? We'll see what we, what 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 yeah. falls in our lap if we have enough information. Yeah. Because I don't want to do something that other people have done. I want to add a little to it and add our our style to it. Yeah. Our, our style is going to have mermaids in it. I was going to go with Bigfoot, not Bigfoot, King Kong, and uh, Godzilla. Okay. Oh, wait, that's a movie. Never mind. We can't do that. That one. is, yeah. That is. But I'm not going to blabber on anymore, guys. It's summer out there for, you know, at least a few more weeks. Right. And we intend to take advantage of every last fucking second of it, all right? We should go f- smell some flowers. Let's go smell some flowers, dude. Any last words? Before, <laughs> before I kill you. No, I'm not gonna do that, guys. But any last words made me think of murder for some reason. Instead of like, hey, we're gonna tune out for a couple moments. I'm worried about you. <sighs> I'm tired. Yeah, this this child has taken a lot of my sleep, and now there's none left. There's no sanity left. It's just gone. That happens, man. Anyway, we'll see you next week right here on TFT Summer Break, folks. Do you hear that? It's the outro music. I thought it was a lawnmower. It's a little bit of both. Goodbye. Closing time.